Our sacred text this morning, our reading this morning, is a poem from the poet Nancy Wood called My Help is in the Mountain. My help is in the mountain where I take myself to heal the earthly wounds. My help is in the mountain where I take myself to heal the earthly wounds that people give to me. I find a rock with sun on it. I find a rock with sun on it and a stream where the water runs gentle. And the trees which one by one give me company. The trees which one by one give me company. So must I stay for a long time until I have grown from the rock and the stream is running through me. Until I have grown from the rock and the stream is running through me. And I cannot tell myself from one tall tree. Then I know, then I know that nothing touches me nor makes me run away. My help is in the mountain. That I take away with me. That piece of music we just heard had these words in it. You are a hymn to sensitivity and caring. I feel insignificant and yet I am encouraged. And then those last words that just held us. Thank you for giving me hope. It reminds me of another piece I've been turning to this week, all week, which is the 23rd Psalm. Psalm, by the way, just means sacred song or sacred hymn. It reminds me, this piece they just sang, it reminds me of the 23rd Psalm. And many of you, I suspect, know the 23rd Psalm by heart. But I want to share these words with you again, and I invite you to put aside the Lord language, if that bothers you, and put aside the gender language in here, and just let the words wash over you. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I can't help but notice, I cannot help but notice when I read this psalm, the role the earth plays. Green pastures, green lush, verdant. Can you imagine? Can you? (laughs) It's a stretch right now. (laughs) 
But the heart of that image, a green place, a lush place, an alive place, the sounds of birds and bees, the smell of the dirt and the grass of living things, and still waters, still waters. Can you picture yourself on the bank of a body of water, perhaps in the shade, perhaps on that green grass, and the mirror of that still water holds your spirit, holds your soul, restores you as you sit there. Buddhist Thich Nhat Hanh says, the true miracle is not walking on water. This in reference to the stories of Jesus walking on water. He says, the real miracle is simply walking on this earth, feeling the grass beneath our feet. The real miracle is sitting beside still waters, feeling yourself held by something larger than you. Indeed, my help is in the mountain. The earth is my shepherd. Naturalist John Muir once said, everybody needs a place to play and pray in. Everybody needs a place to pray and play in where nature may heal and give strength to body and soul. Where nature may heal and give strength to body and soul. My strength is in the mountain. One of my favorite rabbis, Rabbi Harold Kushner, explains the last line of the 23rd Psalm, that line that says, I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. He says, this is less about an afterlife, what happens after we die, and more about a permanent, ongoing relationship with the holy, with the world itself. He suggests that it is a way of being in the world. It's an awakening so that every hour, every day, we might be aware of the mystery of the holy all around us, seen and known through music, through poetry, through song, through the natural world. I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever is really a practice of seeing the miracle even amidst the heartbreak. Still waters, green pastures, the mountain. You know these places as places of healing, places of hope, places where you experience something larger than yourself. And when we are in the valley of the shadow of death, those times when we are in despair, when we are heartbroken, isn't it true also that the song of a bird can awaken your spirit? Or that a crabapple tree in full blossom, or the scent of lilacs, or the tulip coming out of the brown dirt, don't those things call us back to life as well? Those experiences can penetrate our grief, remind us that we are alive and held by a love that will not let us go. Farmer and poet Wendell Berry says it like this in a parallel to the 23rd Psalm. He writes, 
when despair for the world grows in me, when despair grows in me, and I wake in the night at the least sound, when I wake up at the least sound, in fear of what my life and my children's lives will be, in fear for what my life and my children's lives might be, I go and lie down where the wood drake rests in his beauty on the water. I go and lie down where the wood drake rests in his beauty on the water and where the great heron feeds. I come into the peace of wild things who do not tax their lives with forethought of grief. I come into the peace of wild things who do not tax their lives with forethought of grief. Grief, I come into the presence of still water. And I feel above me, I feel above me the day-blind stars waiting with their light. For a time, I rest in the grace of the world and am free. Today, every day, May we dwell in the house of the Lord on this sacred earth. May we bow to the healing powers of creation, to the green grass, to the still waters, to that promise of renewal. May we find our strength in one another and in the mountain. May we rest in the grace of the world and be free. May it be so. Amen.